0: the radio Got so much on your mind, nothing's
1: Unshackled Pacific Garden mission presents free indeed.
2: I was orphaned at young age and placed in children's home. I had no parents, so I became child of Russia. Grandson of Lenin. I didn't know any other life, so I embraced communism. I graduated at top of my class and was accepted at Naval Academy in Leningrad. At 18 I became chief of the Communist Youth League supervising the political education of 1,200 cadets. Shortly after, I was asked by the KGB to lead 20 men in a new police operation, handling bottom brawls and murders. Pleased with our work, the KGB expanded our duties to include arresting another type of criminal called believers. We were ordered to break up their meetings, burn their literature, and arrest the leaders. My job was to eradicate any beliefs in opposition to communist teachings. I was the persecutor. However, I was surprised by the strong faith of the believers in spite of the persecution. I became curious and even stole a handwritten portion of the Gospel of Luke from a burning pile of literature. I longed to find the same faith for myself, but I knew I couldn't find it in Russia, so I transferred to the Navy. One night off the shores of Canada, I made my leap of faith into the dark, stormy waters of the Atlantic. And with God's help, I was able to swim to shore, later find a church, and true spiritual freedom in Christ. I too became a believer, speaking out against the religious persecution I had once been a part of. I'm Sergei Kurdakov. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed.
1: If you would like to be free from the weight of sin by receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, call 1-888-NEED-HIM right now. Free Indeed is a production of Pacific Garden Mission, 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois 6060.
3: And you can enjoy the Unshackled program weekdays at 11 o'clock in the morning and 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Thank you to NatureCoastMedia.com for their support of the Community Prayer Time Network partnering with us Provide our web services. Shoot us a text this morning at 870 600. Our prayer time coming up in just a few minutes.
4: The hope of all creation resting in his mother's arms. set the captives free. Come to set the
0: captives free. Come set us free.
3: has a name christian stanfield here on the community prayer time network thank you for joining with us seven minutes past seven o'clock on this wednesday morning the 15th day of december let me go ahead and mention this while it's on my mind if you've got somebody you'd like for us to go visit tonight we're going to be going christmas caroling right here in elaine and we're looking forward to that we're going to meet at the church and leave at five o'clock here at first baptist church of lambbrook if you're interested in going with us hey the more the merrier and we'll have some hot dogs and chili and soup afterwards, so we'd love for you to join with us. This morning, our daily devotional comes from Dr. Paul Chapel, and it's titled, The Shepherds in the Field. For centuries, since at least the time of King David, Bethlehem had been a center for shepherds. The hilly terrain was ideal for shepherds to keep their flocks fed and safe, especially in the winter. And the proximity to Jerusalem made Bethlehem an ideal place to raise the sheep for temple sacrifices. They were close enough to the holy city to be convenient, but far enough away to be removed from the mess and smell that accompanied raising animals. Can you imagine all the mess and the smell that comes with raising animals? The shepherds themselves didn't escape the reproach and were often looked down on by much of society. And in many ways, the fact that shepherds were the first to receive the news of the birth of the king of the Jews kind of seems strange, doesn't it? Yet viewed from God's perspective, it makes perfect sense because shepherds were not the kind of people that kings usually associated with. But Jesus was not your typical king. The ancient prophet declared that the Messiah would come not in glory and pomp, but in humility. The Bible says in Zechariah 9, verse 9, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly, and riding upon a donkey, and upon a colt, the foal of a donkey. Zechariah 9, verse 9. Behold that Jesus himself used the metaphor of a shepherd repeatedly to describe his life and ministry. And our good news verse today, John 10, verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. That's John 10:11, our good news verse today. And just like the lambs being raised by the shepherds for sacrifices in the temple, Jesus also would one day lay down his life to purchase our salvation and so today if you feel insignificant if you feel unimportant today remember that the first group of people that god chose to announce the birth of jesus his son was to the outcast of society kind of like matthew west coming up who says hello my name is what's your name today are you a christian a follower of jesus our prayer time in four minutes
4: regret I'm pretty sure We have met Every single day Of your life I'm the whisper inside That won't let you forget Hello, my name is Defeat I know you Recognize me Just when you think you can win Drag you right back
5: This is Pause to Pray, a chance each day to stop down from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders.
6: Today we pray for Paul Winfrey, chairman of the Fulbright Foreign Scholarship Board, he leads the program that selects students, scholars, and teachers to participate in educational exchange programs. Romans 12:16 reminds us of the importance of embracing different cultures. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Right now, with this in mind, let's pray together. Almighty God. We ask for guidance for Paul Winfrey as he oversees foreign scholarship programs. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
5: Pause to Pray is a service of this station and the presidential prayer team. With the generous support of listeners like you, our radio ministry is in our fourth year on the air. Keep the power of prayer going and become a regular sustaining member. Details at pausetopray.org.
3: Wednesday morning prayer time. Thank you for joining with us today. Hope you're doing well. You can text our 24-hour text prayer line as we join with others in prayer this morning. The phone number to text 870-205-0600. Lord, we pray right now that you bless our prayer time today. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to love you because you first loved us. Thank you for the opportunity to serve you. And as we reflect on our devotional this morning, our good news verse, John chapter number 10, verse 11, I am the good shepherd. Lord, you're worthy of praise because you are the good shepherd. And we thank you today because you laid down your life for your sheep. Thank you that we can know you. Thank you that we can know your voice. Thank you that we can be called yours. Thank you for your redemptive work on the cross, pouring out your blood on the cross for us and becoming that mercy seat on our behalf. Thank you for the forgiveness that is found in Jesus. We love you today, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Again, the phone number 870-205-0600. You let us know how we can join with you in prayer. And We've got our prayer line pulled up this morning, and we want to join with you in prayer to our Facebook friends. Thank you for joining with us today, and we're glad to be able to share this on Facebook as well. We're not going to always do this, okay? Uh, This is kind of a promotional week for us, promoting what God is doing, and we're thanking Him. We're thanking Him when we started out last year in February so we're going to be celebrating a year uh now we started it sooner than that i'd have to go back and look at the date i've got the very first oh can you believe it i've got the very first recording that we did i've got it on video actually and we'll have to share that one of these days let you see some of the changes and how god has really blessed well this morning as we open up in our prayer time and we pray for the christian law association this morning we're praying for churches who called the christian law association from several communities throughout california north carolina and colorado where elected officials have unfairly told christian ministries to limit their outreach efforts but they've not placed restrictions on other institutions now listen to this again okay california north carolina which i'm surprised and then colorado there's multiple communities where pastors and local churches have called for counsel and guidance because their local localities have placed limits on their outreach opportunities. For example, like tonight, if we're going Christmas caroling and the locality powers that be stepped in and said, Nope, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to go in the community in Christmas carol. You're not allowed to gather with more than... My, my, my. Father, we pray right now in the in the name of Jesus. We pray for these communities in California and North Carolina and Colorado and others that are battling with this I would say an overreach of what you intended government to be. And we pray that you would help these As they go into their communities to tell men, women, boys, and girls about the greatest news about Jesus. Father, help them today, we pray. Protect them. Protect their testimony. In Jesus' name. Well, yesterday, one of our listeners began treatments and asking for prayer, you pray for Miss Mary as she's dealing with this lesion on a lung. Pray that God would continue to help through this treatment. That God would use it to get rid of the cancer. Lord, we, we just know that you're going to get the glory through this. She's got a big day today coming up. So, Brian, we're praying for you guys today. Prayed for your mom. Lord, we pray today that you'd help her. Thank you for this sister-in-law that's been able to step in and help and to encourage her. Thank you for that today. Thank you, Jesus. Again, the phone number, 870-205-0600. Just got a text in a moment ago, and of course, I'm not going to share this name uh, without permission, but ask you to pray for one who possibly had a mild heart attack. They're headed to Little Rock right now to find out what's going on. He's doing okay, and uh, they'll let us know more when they get there. Lord, we pray right now for this need. Lord, that you would be glorified in this situation. I pray right now that you would be exalted. Lord, you're the great physician, and we know that you're going to not only work physically you're, you're going to work in every way I pray that you'd be the rock and the fortress for this one who needs prayer today as they run tests, I pray that they would get clear answers in Jesus name Cooper went to the hospital last night had to go to the emergency room I think he had a 103 degree fever and they couldn't get it down he couldn't have any more medicine because they were capped out on all of that and uh, they took x-rays and stuff he does have pneumonia I think I understand correctly and so let's pray for baby Cooper this morning we've been praying for several several babies Cooper's gonna be going back in the 25th 26th of January and Lord we pray right now for Olivia and Clint Lord, I know that it seems like every time they get ahead, they're getting knocked back down. And uh, Lord, I pray for baby Cooper that you would use him continuously in a mighty way. Even at the age that he's at now, three and a half years old. Is he four yet? Lord, you're using his testimony. Lord, you're building a strong family. Thank you that you are their foundation. Help them today. Let's add another to the prayer list this morning as you're writing down names and praying this morning. Uh, also, if you're joining with us on Facebook, thank you for joining with us. The 24-hour text prayer line, 870-205-0600. Love to join with you in prayer pray for a man by the name of Tony a pastor that's got stage 4 cancer cancer in his lungs I went by yesterday and visited with Brother Tony and he's in good spirits he's in good spirits he's not ready to leave his wife of course and his kids but Lord we pray today that you would be that rock for Brother Tony may he never be moved Help him today help him in Jesus name well this morning as I was writing down some thoughts from my devotional time I wanted to share those with you this morning what is your desire right now on a scale of 1 to 10 of identifying and recognizing God's presence in your life every single day what are you intentionally doing to recognize God's presence in your life every day. I tell you this morning, I don't want this day to go by without recognizing God's presence in my life, do you? I want to know that God has shown up and shown out in my life. And there are some things that Scripture shares with us. Maybe you could call it criteria, I don't know. But in Psalm 15, Miss Ruby, you're reading through the Psalms right now, and I'm reading through the Psalms as well. And in Psalm 15, David shares with us the question, Who shall dwell and abide in the tabernacle and in the holy hill? This is identifying God's presence. And David tells us that if you want to abide in God's presence and dwell in His holy hill, number one we need to walk uprightly we need to be the same on monday as we are on sunday we need to be the same no matter where we are help us lord to do that help us lord jesus to walk uprightly help us to be workers of righteousness are you a worker of righteousness when it comes to your family are you leading them and the ways of righteousness? Are you leading them according to God's word? What about your personal life? Do the principles of scripture guide you? Now, none of us are perfectly righteous, we know that, but Jesus puts his garments of righteousness upon us. Well, there's some other things as well. We need to speak the truth in our hearts. We don't need to backbite. We need to use our words to edify and encourage others. We need to respect and fear the Lord. And then we don't want to take advantage of others. These are just a few things that David writes to us for the Christian who says, I want to identify the presence of the Lord in my life today. Continue to pray for not only Cooper, as we prayed just a little while ago, continue to pray for little Michael Paget as well. And we continue to pray for baby Hagen. And then Mr. Leon, pray for him as he was sent to the hospital a couple days ago and they felt like he had a couple of blood clots in his legs. And I've not got an update. I've, there may be an update. Miss Jill, you may have sent in an update already. So we pray for that need today. Lord, help his family and help him. Again, we say thank you, Lord, that you're going to provide a heart for this young man by the name of Daniel. Eighth grader in D. waiting for a heart transplant. This is one of those prayers that we pray for every day. Help this young man, we pray. Help him today. Pray for another that's dealing with prostate cancer. Lord, we pray for this husband and wife today. We pray for Mr. Dennis. And Lord, we just pray that you would continue to strengthen his body to go through with the treatments. And Lord, that you'd use these treatments in his body to get rid of the cancer, bring him back to a quality life, help him to enjoy the time with his family. In Jesus' name. Janice on our Love Worth Finding prayer wall one of our ministry partners we're praying for Janice today praying for a medical mission and this is a need that someone has in a medical mission today we pray for this need Lord we ask you uh, that this person would not focus on the negative things but on the positive help them today another that says desperately in need of an impossible miracle. Lord, help this person today. Help them to see that you do love them. Help them to see that you sent your only son, Jesus, to become sin for us, even though he knew no sin. Help them to turn their life over to you today submit their will to yours pray for TJ today giving us permission to share his name as well please pray that I do not get bitter from all the hurt I have endured and for me to be obedient to the Lord in his direction and another today that the Lord is working in their life a husband who's having surgery today pray for his salvation pray for healing and then healing for a brother with cancer Lord, please today do a great work in these lives. Lord, help them today, we pray. Help them in Jesus' name. Again, the phone number, we've not put it out in a few minutes, 8702050600. Lord, we pray for revival today. Begin it in our hearts, begin it through the Community Prayer Time Network our listeners, our churches, our communities that are represented. Send revival. Align us, Lord, where we are walking in your will. And we pray for our first responders as well. Continue to pray for Jasper and Brent. Also continue to pray for little Larry and then Sam and Cameron, both of these young men in the army pray for Max in the Air Force, the Dean family, one of our missionary chaplains to the men and women in service in Korea, and then we also pray for all of our veterans as well. We continue to lift up Mr. Dale and Mr. Floyd today, asking God's hand to be upon their lives. So Father, thank you that you're going to go before us today. You're going to lead us, guide us, and direct us. Thank you, Lord, for that truth. May your Holy Spirit show us the way and say, this is the way, walk ye in it. Help our families today. Lord, help us to make a positive difference in the lives of others. Thank you for all that you're doing, being glorified in our life. Thank you, Jesus. Lord thank you in Jesus name we pray here's Ken Davis with Lighten Up we'll be right back with our trivia right after this this is Lighten Up brought to you by
7: Compassion International Lighten Up is meant to encourage your walk with Christ I'm Dr. Wes Stafford of Compassion hoping that you will not be caught off guard as author, speaker and comedian Ken Davis shares why on this night you are
4: on your own Do you know, I believe that if I had to risk my life to save yours, I'd do it. If this building started to burn, I'd come after you. And I'd come back for you, and I'd come back for you. I believe I would really do that most nights. But not tonight. Do you know why I wouldn't do it tonight? My children are here. I'm sorry, I love you, but tonight, you better have the exits picked
6: out on your own. I've often wondered, am I hero material? Would I put myself in harm's way to save the life of another person? Would I enter a burning building or face a hail of bullets? My dad was such a hero. He fought bravely to secure my freedom and protect this country. I would like to think I have the same character. But I know that though I may be willing to give my own life to save someone from disaster... I would be less than honest if I said I would be willing to give the life of my child or grandchild to save even the most deserving person. I don't know that I could even watch them suffer for such a cause. But God demonstrated his love for us in that while we were still living in sin, he gave his son to die for us. That, my friend, is amazing love. That makes God an awesome hero.
7: Lighten up and live. This program is made possible by Compassion International. Please visit us on the web at Compassion.com. I'm Dr. Wes
3: Stafford. And Ken Davis, you can listen to Ken Davis throughout the day right here on the Community Prayer Time Network. So we were looking at uh, one of these stories about top three gifts that women dread getting the most. Gift certificates, tacky ornaments, and then there's one more. See if you can guess it this morning. The number one answer, what is it? It's not that just women the despise getting. 8702050600 600 Here's the, the ball, brothers. It's all about the, the cross. For
4: him that day It's not all about the shepherds On the bright and shining sun It's not all about the wise men Who traveled from afar it's about the cross It's about my sin It's about how Jesus came to be born once So that we could be born again It's about the storm That was rolled away So that you and I could have a life someday It's about the cross about the good things in this life I've done it's not all about the treasures or the trophies that I've won it's not about the righteousness that I find
3: Yes, it's about the cross this morning. All right, the top three gifts that women dread receiving. Miss Kathy asked, is it kitchen gadgets? Oh, come on now, Miss Kathy. Somebody's got to get those throughout the year, right? All right, not the answer we're looking for, good guess. What are one of those kitchen gadgets you've gotten, Miss Kathy, that you... Are you speaking from experience here? I tell you what, Katie's got to have something to cook with. Say, well, that's not really a gift for her. That's a gift for you. Well, you're probably right. You're probably right. All right, so they don't like to get the gift cards. They don't like the tacky ornaments. And then there's one more thing we're looking for this morning. What do you think it is? 870-205-0600. to continue our trivia one more song kenwood with hallelujah coming up thank you to LW gulf breeze real estate located in perry florida a supporter and sponsor of the community per time network their phone number 850-584-5101 gulf breeze real estate dot net
7: came to earth to bring us joy i just want to see like this the fourth the fifth the minor fall. the major lived with every
3: All right Brian's got a couple of great ideas here is it a uh, broom a kitchen gadget that the wife she doesn't like getting a broom for christmas Not the one we're looking for Brian good guess this morning and uh, he sent out another one Woo. <laughs> You're getting somewhere Brian that's all I can say. You're getting somewhere with this. Workout clothes is the answer. Top three dreaded gifts, gift cards, tanky ornaments, and then maybe workout clothes? Not it. Not it. Miss Kathy says, uh, one, once my husband got me a leaf blower.
7: <laughs>
3: and she swears that she asked for
7: it. All right,
3: 0600, let us know what you think the answer is this morning. The top three gifts that women dread to receive. Exercise equipment from Miss Kathy. Weight Watchers membership from Brian. Gym gift certificate. There's the answer this morning. Congratulations Miss Kathy got the gym gift certificate. That's the third thing that women dread to get. They don't like it. Don't get me a gym membership. Katie bought me one one time and This was uh, after we got married. See, before, I went to the gym all the time, worked out. Well, we got married. Well, let me tell you this. I broke my finger while I was at the gym. And I kind of, you know, lost the momentum after that. Well, we got married. And she bought me a gym membership thinking that that was going to motivate me a little bit. I wasn't very motivated. Sometimes we can do that. Husbands, don't stop trying to woo your wife. You know, I was going to the gym trying to woo her. Sometimes we can do that, can't we? Spouses, don't stop trying to woo each other. Let's keep dating. Let's keep serving. Let's keep doing, even after marriage. Lord, help us to do that. Enrich our marriages today, we pray. In Jesus' name.
7: I crossed to and every breath you drew was
3: Hallelujah.
7: Hallelujah. 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 hallelujah.
3: Keys for Kids with Zach coming up right after this. Let me tell you a story real quick out of BCM, Baptist Collegiate Ministry, right here in Arkansas. And uh, there was a young man, a, a, a BCM leader, who he had met at a cafeteria during the first week of school. This young man was sitting alone, and the BCM had encouraged all of the students through the BCM ministry to have courage you know to be willing to share the gospel the good news of Jesus with your friends and your colleagues your peers around you and of course this young man that was in BCM, he was kind of nervous uh, though he was a leader he was nervous and so he began a conversation with this young man and he was a freshman uh, he also learned that this young man was on the football team and as they began to strike up a conversation eventually He asked, he said, uh, You know, what do you believe about the gospel? What would happen after you died? And the young man admitted that he wasn't sure. And the BCM leader had an opportunity to share the gospel with him. And he was kind of reluctant, had some questions, had some doubts and concerns about the gospel and giving his life over to Christ. And the BCM, like all of us, he didn't have all the answers to his questions, but he was able to come back with some of those answers at a later meeting. He got his number, set up a meeting to get dinner together, and they started meeting continuously. And as they were meeting, they would discuss spiritual things. And one night later in the semester, when the BCM leader was starting to get discouraged, he felt like he wasn't making much progress. And he had not seen John respond to the gospel in a positive way yet. It was in that meeting that the young man came to dinner with the book of john completely read and he was ready to make the decision to trust in jesus you may be praying for somebody today you may be encouraging them maybe it's a co-worker maybe it's a classmate maybe it's a neighbor or somebody in your community and you're trying to encourage them and you're trying to point them to jesus and you feel like you're not making any way listen to me and be encouraged from this story that god is still working in folks lives he's still saving souls never never as winston churchill said never no never no never give up here's zach with keys for kids
5: the holy spirit is kind of like the deposit on a pop can he shows that we've been paid for that's right when we become believers in jesus we receive the holy spirit to guide us Guess what? I'm Zach, and you're tuned in to a brand new episode of Keys for Kids. Thanks for joining me. Did you know that when you become a Christian, you receive a very special gift? Besides being forgiven of your sins and guaranteed a place in heaven, you also receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus said the Holy Spirit is your helper in times of trouble, and He also guides you if you have trouble understanding the Bible. In Romans 8.14, the Apostle Paul said, Those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. Let's listen to our story now. It's called Needed Imprint. Mateo wiped the back of his hand across his damp forehead. This is awesome, Selena, he called to his sister. We've got lots of cans today. The kids lived in a resort town and collected empty cans and bottles that had been discarded by tourists. He turned them in for money at the local supermarket. At the store, Mateo and Selena inserted the cans into slots on the can return machine. Oops, this one's no good, said Mateo after checking the top of a can the machine rejected. It doesn't have an imprint showing a deposit was made on it. No deposit, no return, so we can't get money for this one. That evening, Mateo and Selena excitedly told their parents about the money they had made by turning in the cans and bottles. But Mateo tried to sneak one in without the deposit mark on it, Selena teased, grinning at her brother. Did not, said Mateo. You probably picked up that one. During the pastor's sermon on Sunday, Mateo nudged Selena when Pastor Cruz said, You've all seen soda cans with an imprint indicating that you can receive money for turning them in. A couple days ago, I tried to turn in a can that didn't have that imprint, and the machine spit it back out. After a bit of laughter, Pastor Cruz continued, In a way, God's Holy Spirit is like an imprint on our lives. He doesn't leave a physical mark that can be seen, but He lives within our hearts and leads us day by day. Some people think going to church and being good will get them to heaven, or that being born to Christian parents is all that's necessary. But unless a person has received God's imprint, his Holy Spirit, by trusting in Jesus, they'll be rejected just like those unmarked pop cans. They'll hear the sad words, I never knew you. Pastor Cruz looked around the room. I urge you to put your trust in Jesus today, he said. Then you'll receive the Holy Spirit who marks us as God's children. He's like a deposit showing that our sins have been paid for by Jesus and that we belong to Him. So how about you? Do you have God's imprint, the Holy Spirit? Examine your heart and life carefully. Do you believe Jesus died in your place, taking the punishment for all the wrong things you've done? Have you asked Him to forgive you? If you've put your faith in Jesus, the Holy Spirit is living inside you. If you haven't, trust Jesus today and receive the Holy Spirit. For more information on what it means to trust in Jesus, get your parents' permission first and then check out keysforkids.net slash salvation. Our key verse is Romans eight fourteen. Those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. And our key thought, you need God's Holy Spirit. Have you heard of the Red Rock Mysteries books? Bryce and Ashley are normal teenage twins except they find adventure wherever they go. They deal with the usual middle school stuff, but they also learn how to track down stolen gold and outlaw kidnappers. Find the Red Rock Mystery Book Series at keysforkids.net and click shop. I'm Zach. Thanks for tuning in to Keys for Kids. He's for Kids with Zach every weekday at 7.40
3: Central Standard Time and again in the afternoons at 3.30. Thank you to Pop-Pop's Bait and Tackle right there in Poplar Grove, Arkansas, right off of Highway 49. Stopped by and visited with Brian yesterday. He's got his hands full in a lot of things as Christmas is approaching. want to encourage you to get by there. And if you need some Christmas stocking stuffers, uh, make sure you go by and visit with Brian. He's got everything that you could possibly need for bass fishing brim fishing catfishing all of your uh well a lot of your deer hunting supplies that you could need as well and one of his mottos as he operates his business one of his principles is uh if you need it we've got it and if you don't need it we don't have it uh maybe something that uh you need go by and see brian today their phone number 870-228-1028 here's chris tomlin angels We have heard on high. That's Chris Tomlin right here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Five minutes till 8 o'clock. Dr. Adrian Rogers' Love Worth Finding program coming up. John 10 11, our good news verse today. I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd giveth his life for his sheep going to be foggy throughout the mid-morning hours and a high today reaching 70 degrees lows tonight in the low to mid 60s and then tomorrow an 80 percent chance of rain going into friday with a 60 percent chance and saturday also an 80 percent chance of rain going to be clearing up uh, hopefully starting on sunday into the beginning of next week here's the gaither vocal van a request from miss kathy mary did you know did you know that your baby boy would save the nations.
8: Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day walk on water, Mary did you know that your baby boy will save our sons and daughters, did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new, this child is the great
3: In the Gaither Vocal Band here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Dr. Adrian Rogers, love worth finding. And I believe this is part two of a series that he's preaching on stress. You know, one of the things about the Christmas season, it's stressful sometimes, isn't it? How do I deal with that stress? Well, here's Dr. Rogers to tell us how. It's eight o'clock Central Time.
1: From the Love Worth Finding studios in Memphis, Tennessee, I'm Byron Tyler, here with Carrie Vaughn, the CEO of Love Worth Finding. Carrie, today, Adrian Rogers continues in our series, Getting a Handle on Your Emotions. This is part one, the message, Inferiority. You know, Carrie, many of us struggle to believe God can use us as we are, and what little we have to offer. But the trust is, God does extraordinary
9: things through ordinary people to give glory to himself. Well, that's exactly right. And Dr. Rogers always said, you know, God doesn't want your ability, right? He gave us the ability. He wants your availability.
1: Oh, I've heard him say that so many times.
9: And that was always a great um, a phrase that he would say from time to time. But I think that's true. I mean, we, we worry about, are we good enough? Uh, are we positioned? Do we have our house in order? Can God use me? Uh, the answer to all of that is yes.
1: Well, Adrian Rogers said to that, do you think that your weakness will keep God from using you? Here's what he had to say.
6: So many of us are comparing ourselves with others and thinking that uh, because of our weakness, our failures, our idiosyncrasies, and and, uh, negative traits that we have that God could not use us. But the truth of the matter is, as we're going to see, these are the kinds of people that God chooses, ordinary people, so that He can do extraordinary things through ordinary people and get glory. Uh, to Himself. So many of us feel that perhaps we're too weak for God to use when perhaps we may not be weak enough to depend completely, totally upon Him. And I want each person listening to this program today to know that whoever they are and wherever they are, regardless of their weakness, God has chosen them and God will use them. God's plan is to take ordinary people and do extraordinary things through ordinary people, and there get glory to himself. And so if you've had an inferiority complex, it may not be the liability that you think it is. Uh, You can turn it into some uh, real service for the Lord Jesus Christ.
9: Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You know, I think also, Byron, we struggle with the whole identity thing, right? Right our identity is in jesus christ not the job not the profession not the hobby not the interest the identity is in christ yeah well
1: you know in the book of judges the story of
9: gideon exemplifies that god uses who others consider the bottom of the barrel to do those big things one time uh, dr rogers said you know if you've if you've been a quarterback raise your hand beta club honor society uh sga all these hands went up in the congregation he said you know what Maybe God can use you, too. <laughs> right, because I do. I think I think God uses the ordinary to accomplish His task. Well, Carrie, it's always our joy to hear from our Love We're Finding listeners to see how the ministry is impacting their walk with Christ. And I think you have a comment now. This is, My grandmother always took me to church. She is the reason I know about Jesus. When she became homebound, she watched Pastor Rogers on TV every single Sunday. When I got older, I strayed from my faith, became addicted to drugs, eventually losing everything. I came back to live with my grandma and began watching Pastor Rogers with her again. It was our time together and I will treasure it forever. She passed away two years ago. So when I found myself again, looking for guidance back to the Lord, Pastor Rogers' ministry was one that I could trust. I have grown closer to the Lord than I have ever been. You know, Byron, I think when we hear these testimonies and When we talk to our supporters and listeners and friends of the ministry, it's the trustworthiness of the ministry, it's the integrity of the ministry, it's absolute truth that they're drawn to.
1: Well, you know, we talked today, you know, can God use me? What can God do with little me? And in relation to this ministry, love, we're finding getting the gospel out, having partners that are faithful to this ministry. Your little bit adds up to present the
9: message of Jesus Christ to the entire world with Love Worth Finding. Well, that's exactly right. And can I just say this? This is the perfect time of year to give to Love Worth Finding. I mean, this this is our time. And, And we know that our people have a vested interest in what we do because it's the gospel. And they have the capacity to do something about it. So I just want to throw a challenge if I can to say, hey, maybe it's this year that we raise the bar. Maybe it's this year that we go one step higher. Uh, We can never outgive God. But when our people rise to the occasion and they give, and they give unconditionally, we can reach the globe for the kingdom. Well, we want to
1: challenge our Love We're Finding community to give at this year's end, to help share the gospel of Jesus Christ as Carrie just alluded to. It's through those timeless messages that you hear Every day with Adrian Rogers on Love we're finding. Call with your calendar year in gift to 1877 Love God. Or you can give online at lwf.org/radio. Once again, we thank you so